Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk here in the Istanbul office of Property Turkey with Cameron Diggin. And today we'll be talking about land purchases in Istanbul. All right, Cameron, we have been getting a lot of inquiries about land purchases in Istanbul. A lot of foreigners are looking to invest their money onto land rather than uh, commercial or residential real estate, rather than buildings or concrete, yeah. okay? What is the deal with that? How can someone, how can a foreigner can own a good land with a good investment potential? Foreign nationals can own land in Turkey. They can register title deeds to land, generally without restrictions, um, except for certain classification of land, which fall within agricultural land. There are some restrictions as to how, how much they can buy in terms of size of land. Now, if you look at land investment, there, there are two types of land investors. Land banking style, where people buy land with a view to holding onto it for mm -hmm. X number of years and then selling it mm -hmm. with uh, significant capital gains. Mm -hmm. um, generally, for that to happen, there needs to be something happening in that area. Okay. Like um, either pre-plan to plan, in other words, they buy land um, in areas where there's no zoning, in other words, where it's not possible to build. Yeah, where it's projected to grow. Exactly. And when zoning comes through that area, in other words, the area becomes buildable, then they will parcel it off and sell it. Now, if, if you manage to get land like that and turn it around within a reasonable length of time, then you could be looking at good capital growth. The second reason foreign nationals would buy land is to develop. Yeah. Just like any Turkish uh, real estate developer, you buy land and you develop it. And generally this type of land is within zoned areas, mm -hmm. which means that when you buy, you can uh, draft the project, submit it for approval. Once mm -hmm. it's approved, you can build, you can start construction. How can someone really find a good opportunity because we're talking about land we're talking about opportunity okay whoever is going to invest in land they're going to invest higher amounts of money and they're going to expect higher and higher returns okay. right okay simply put you need to know people who know things yeah it's really simple network as that. you need to have very very good networks um, within the municipalities local municipalities yeah. You need to be well networked um, among people who dedicate themselves to land mm -hmm. sourcing. Um, and, and those people need to know people, need to have the right networks to know what's happening in what they area. They need to know right people at right places. They need to know right people at the right places. Now, in Turkey, there are four or five different classifications of land. Number one is arsa in okay. Turkish which means zoned land. Okay. Generally, you will find arsas within city boundaries mm -hmm. or within town municipalities. An arsa is a land which already has planning permission, mm -hmm. which means it's within zoned areas, zoned mm -hmm. by the government. You can buy that and build on You it. can buy that. It has planning permission. Subject to your project approval, you can start construction immediately. Okay. So that's category number one. We call this land with commercial value. Okay. Now, developers would be buying land like this. 
And generally speaking, this category of land, since mm -hmm. it has commercial value, is premium in terms of price. Okay. Due to its commercial value, it has a high price tag. Okay. Okay, the second category of land is tarla. Farmland. Farmland, agricultural land. Yeah farmland or land similar to farmland. Land land without any building permission. Land without zoning, without any building permission. Yeah. Generally speaking, this type of land we find um, outside town municipalities or if, if it's within town municipalities, it's in an area that's not developed yet, okay. generally speaking. Or that is restricted to develop. Exactly. Now, where are the bigger opportunities for capitalizing on land, for land banking, for making money out of land? Yeah. Well, the reality is the real big opportunities for making money out of land is in the second category, pre-zoned, pre-planning land. Mm -hmm. In other words, Tarla-style land. The thing is, you will only make money out of it if you are tipped off. In other words, if I'm buying the land today and if I'm holding it for 10, 20, 30 years before something happens in that area, before planning comes, yeah. then... Is that a good investment? If you're holding it for such a long period of time, then that's probably not what most people are after. Yeah. They're not looking to hold land for such a long period of time. Yeah. Majority of our investors, they want to return their investment in a good way, in a, in, in a significant way, with a good profit in the medium term. Okay, yeah. not short term, short term being one or two years. That's speculative investment. Let's put that aside. We're not talking about speculative investments here, but we're talking about medium term investments. Medium term generally we classify as three to five years. Mm -hmm. Now, for pre-zoned land to become zoned and to have planning within three to five years of you buying it, that means you are at the right place yeah. at the right time. Mm. Now, as a foreign investment, for you to be at the right place at the right time, you need to know people. You need to have a very, very good you network. Need, yeah, exactly. Because for pre-planned land, agricultural land, to be declassified as agricultural and to be turned into ARSA classification, in other words, to have zoning, this process in itself is a process that can take up to five, six years yeah. under normal course of events. Yeah. So you're looking at a process that in itself takes five to six years. Now, if you come into this process at a time when that process has started, which means that work has already started to zone up a land, that means that, that you already know that it started being zoned up. Yeah. Now, the thing is, you're a foreign investor, and if you know it, you Everyone. can bet your bottom yeah. dollar that Turkish investors know it well before you. Yeah. So if there is an area that is going to be zoned up and the third airport area is a very, very good example for this. Yeah. Now, the third airport, which is at the end which of Arnavutköy, the, new, Ar airport, the, the, the new airport of, of Istanbul, um, it was open six months ago. Um, and construction for it started about, what, four years ago? Yeah, something five, like five that. Five years ago? Something like that. However, we knew that there was going to be an airport there ten years ago. Yeah. And the work around that area, probably the plans and everything, the proposals, probably started around 12, 13 years ago. A lot of Turkish investors land banked in that area 15 years ago, 12 years ago. Yeah. But a lot of our foreign investors 
started asking about that area two years ago. Do you see what I'm getting at? And they want to buy it now. Yes. So now it's by the gone. time the foreign investors get to know about it, all the prime areas that will go through zoning has already been snapped up by Turkish yeah. investors. Because those Turkish investors, they have the networks. Okay, I get it. But I'm a foreign investor, but I still want to buy land in Turkey with good opportunity. How can I do it? You can take a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Wishing you upon a, a star. It's very, very hard. You right? can take a chance. It's very, very hard. Yeah, very hard. And the thing is, um, again, um, I, I, I kind of put forward the same argument for commercial property, if you remember. I'll put forward the same argument. Yeah. If you're looking to invest a couple of hundred thousand dollars, and you think that you're going to invest it in land and make money. Forget about it. You're dreaming. Um, if you're a foreign investor with a very deep pocket, you're looking at investing 20, 30 million dollars okay. in an area, then that's a different case. Because what I would advise you to do before you do that is get close to the local municipality. Yeah. Talk to them. Explain your plans. Because 20, 30 million dollars for, say, some small town in Turkey or the outskirts of Istanbul for the local municipality is a good investment. Is, is a good investment. So if you're willing to put that kind of an investment, then if you can network with these guys, then they may be willing to help the course of events in terms of where the next road will go, where the next development area yeah. will open up. Because you're investing a heavy chunk of money there. Yeah. So it's only because fair. you're going you're going to contribute into that community. You're going to contribute into the yeah. community. So it's only fair that they help you out. And this is how things work in Turkey. Yeah. So if you are looking to um, earn a decent profit out of land in Turkey, you need to come in with a big with with a big amount okay. so that you can have some influence over the local planners, the local okay. municipalities who would most certainly welcome such a, a sizable investment and who would most certainly help you out with it. Yeah. So I would recommend you to have these talks before you invest. Yeah. Don't go investing on hearsay that um, a main avenue will be built here or that another airport will be built there or that something interesting will happen there and buy it before it happens. Because all you have the, no evidence. All nothing. these are hearsay. All talk. of these are hearsay. And the thing is, if you're a foreign investor and you're hearing these, believe me, Turkish investors who've been in the market for a long, long time, who dedicate themselves to land banking, they would have heard the truth way before you. Okay. So don't go with hearsay. All right, I understand. Uh, let's wrap up. So as far as I understand, land business is a risky business in Turkey. Land business is a very specialized business, yeah. very specialized. You need to know what you're doing, yeah. and you need to have the right networks. All right, um, this is the end of another episode, so we will hopefully see you in the next one. Good. Excellent.